You are my voice When I can't think of what to say You are my choice When the enemy gets in the way You are my heart When I think of you this day You are my song When there isn't a word left to say You are my ears When the whispering is all in vain You are my love When inside all I feel is your grace You are my joy When there is sadness upon my face You are my help When everyone else runs away You are my contentment When everything is in disarray Everything is true that I say You proved it all on this day Everything is true that I say It is lifted up today I said thank you Lord The righteous one this day I said thank you Lord Because you lifted me high I said, thank you, Lord, there is no one else today. I said, thank you, Lord, who could get me lifted high. I said, thank you, Lord, for being the apple of my eye. I said, thank you, Lord, Jesus, I know that you got me through the hardest trial today. Jesus, I thank you for loving me through this day. Jesus, I thank you for not turning away. Jesus, I thank you for delivering me today. Jesus, I love you for you are my faith. Jesus, I love you for we run this race. Thank you, Lord. I remember you today, always and forever. Amen. I said, thank you, Lord, for proving true on this day.
This is the promise of him, and I am Tara. And the title of our message today is Miracle in the Rain. Miracle in the Rain is very special to my heart and to the heart of God. This message is about my testimony of what I experienced with the battle in my mind. It all began with thoughts. I have been battling thoughts from the enemy in my mind for quite some time now, and I decided it's about time that I share just what the wonderful, precious Holy Spirit has taught me throughout these years and these immense battles with Satan and his demons who come against my mind and body constantly. Christians have their opinions on thoughts, and I have heard them, but nothing is true except the beautiful word himself and that is Jesus, the Word of God. And that is what we are going to bring in this message to you today. I got hit with sickness in the mind where I had such severe anxiety, confusion, and PTSD that I could not sit still for even one second. I had every dark force that I have ever seen and known come against my mind. And I did not know how to fight in that battle that I was now placed in. I was very vulnerable and very scared. I always say I was an injured soldier that had just joined the service and was not yet trained for the battlefield. I was in the middle of the war, unable to stand, limping to get out of harm's way. I saw people and begged for help and they made fun of me as they walked by. But then I saw him coming towards me, evading all that was coming against him. And he was so precious in my eyes. I knew he was my answer. He took hold of me and I had to learn his ways. I had to learn how to fight the enemy just like him and I am speaking of my Lord Jesus. Using his word and standing strong in the scriptures and not backing away in temptations, I had to learn to become a soldier of his and the army of God, in soul and spirit, and to believe God at his word and believe in his name and what he had accomplished on the cross. I had to learn to believe in the power of the cross and in the blood and what it all meant exactly. But wait, what you must understand, I was just a little baby in Christ. I was in diapers. I knew hardly anything about what all this meant. And I was a very stubborn student at that time. But the wonderful, precious Holy Spirit and my dearest of friends and mentor Keith, who was the Holy Spirit's precious sweet son, wouldn't give up teaching me or give up on me at all for that matter. And I am so grateful to Keith and to my dearest friend and father, wonderful, precious Holy Spirit, for not letting me go when so many others had. People had made fun of the condition that I was in and called me many names, but the Lord heard them and he just held me even tighter. I'm gonna show you through the Lord's teaching, using his scriptures 
just how to take control and fight back with the tools that he gives you and not give in to the devil's schemes and lies. This teaching is in honor of the one, the one who didn't walk away, the Good Samaritan, who rescued me out of the pits of mental hell, hell itself, and who totally saved mine and my son's lives. I'm talking about the great I am, Yeshua, my Lord and great Savior, Jesus, my Christ, the one in whom I love and the one in whom loves me, and my dearest friend Keith, who refused to leave me behind. The first thing the Lord taught me is not to be afraid. He had me memorize this scripture by having Keith teach it to me. 2 Timothy 1, 7 For the Lord did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. He had me speak it out every time I was fearful, which was constantly. I was speaking directly to fear itself, the devil. 1 John 4.18 reads, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. The ultimate punishment of fear is separation from God. Thankfully, for those who believe in Jesus, that fear has passed. Next, I learned that the battle always begins in the mind. Even for a physical ailment, the battle first began in the mind. So, let's begin. Romans 12:2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. How do we transform our minds? By being in constant contact with Jesus through reading his word. The Holy Spirit literally takes scriptures that I have read and brings them to my remembrance when I'm fighting in battle with Satan. But if you're not reading the word of God, then you have no sword to fight in the battle. Then you are vulnerable to his lies and temptations and naive to the world. The word of God is the sword of the spirit and you must take up your sword to fight in this world that we live in. God taught me that when we are born, we are literally born in a spiritual war. And from the start, we are determined. We must follow our Lord and Savior and do as he does. Learn his ways, not the ways of others, and forget the ways we once knew. They are not of his nature. They are lies of our past. We must fight to survive or we will die and not live. It is a choice. Whose report will you believe? Isaiah 53, 1-6 Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. 
He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. The Armor of God This passage is located in Ephesians 6, 10-20. The armor of God is made up of the following six items. First, the belt of truth. Second, the, belt, the breastplate of righteousness. Third, the sandals of peace. Fourth, the shield of faith. Fifth, the helmet of salvation. Sixth, the sword of the Spirit. Paul first compels his readers to stand firm for God with his strength, not our own. Psalms 28, 7-8 The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song I praise him. Paul explains that our struggle is less a physical one than a spiritual one against our true enemy, the devil. Ephesians 6.11 Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand the schemes of the devil. Here the Lord is telling you how to withstand the schemes of the devil by putting on the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6.12 For we do not wrestle against flesh nor blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. The enemies we face ultimately are not people or objects. However, the devil may use those as part of his attack against God's people. But our true opponent is not other people or objects. It is sin itself. It is the devil. Rulers indicate the top level of evil spiritual forces. Authorities are their generals and high-ranking officers in the forces of darkness. Cosmic powers refer to the worldwide nature of the spiritual battle. Forces of evil in heavenly places emphasizes a battle beyond this world. It is up in the heavens, in the spiritual realm. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the th free gift of life but the free gift of God is everlasting life in Christ Jesus, our Lord, his beloved Son. Matthew 3.17 And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. For I had been sinning for a long time prior to giving my life to Christ, and I had built my wages up of sin with the devil, like basically earning a paycheck with him. Then I gave my heart and life over to Christ, and the devil no longer had authority over me, and he was very angry. So he decided he was going to collect his wages of sin with me, and that's how I got ill in my mind. The Holy Ghost told of this happening to me by explaining the scripture to me. And that brings us to Luke ten nineteen. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy, 
Nothing will harm you. I had to learn that I now had authority over the devil, and he no longer had authority over me. I had to learn how to exercise my authority against him by using my Lord's name and the power of his word against the lies and schemes of the devil and his demons. I had to learn the word of God. I had to learn how to fight spiritually and how to stand in his word and in his promises. James 1, 13 through 16. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin when it is full grown gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. How can we escape persecution? Perseverance through persecution. 1 Thessalonians 2, 13 through 16. One, to persevere under persecution, to believe God's word and his promises. Two, Imitate other persevering believers. Three, trust that God will judge those who persecute his people whom he loves. Hebrews thirteen seven. Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you, and considering the result of their conduct, imitate their faith. I have to stop here for a moment to go before my God and you to honor the two men in my life who has fit the scripture in total. I honor my mentor and dearest friend Keith. He always speaks the word of God to me and his conduct is nothing but wholesome and pure towards God and man. And it is something I pray I will imitate as well as my son and the generations to come all the days of our lives, along with his great and noble faith. Forever, my beloved, I will forever cherish what you have done for me and forever be grateful. I also honor my dad, who gave his life over to Christ and cherishes him with all his heart. He is always reading and teaching the word of God and my dad is one of the strongest, bravest, and most loving dads I know. I commend him for all he has accomplished in his great faith and his light and his high endeavors. I am so proud of you, Dad, and I am honored to be your daughter. I love you, Dad. The Holy Spirit now takes us to Hebrews two, three through four. How shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation? This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. 2 Timothy 3.12 Jesus said that 
If they persecuted him, they will also persecute his followers. John 15, 20. Jesus made it clear that those of the world will hate Christians because the world hates Christ. If Christians were like the world, vain, earthly, sensual, and given into pleasure, wealth, and ambition, the world would not oppose us. But Christians do not belong to the world, which is why the world engages in Christian persecution. John 15, 18-19 Christians are influenced by different principles from those of the world. We are motivated by the love of God and holiness, while the world is driven by the love of sin and death. It is our very separation from the world that arouses the world's animosity. 1 Peter 4, 3-4 Remember, the world consists of the devil and his demons, where life is of Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit of God has just opened these scriptures up to me to bring deep understanding and wisdom to the forefront of my heart about what had happened to my mind. I was being persecuted by Satan himself. All this time I have asked the Lord why that had happened to me all those years ago. And he waited until this very moment to answer me. By teaching me with this doctrine that I was being persecuted by Satan and that it was Satan who had put me through that very difficult battle with my mind. This happened eight years ago and I finally have my answer as to why and it was persecution of the enemy himself thank you lord jesus thank you holy spirit thank you precious father when this persecution had taken place with my mind i knew without a doubt jesus christ was my answer i knew he could save me and heal my mind I went to every church in Palm Beach County there was, searching for Jesus, when my mentor and friend, Keith, stepped into the picture and said, the Lord told him that I need to read the word of God for myself, and by doing so, Jesus will heal my mind miraculously. I believed and trusted my friend at his word. Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. I had a gigantic Bible that Keith had allowed me to borrow, and I began to read. I read day and night. I would just pace the floor and read. People would judge me and think I was totally out of my mind, but I didn't care. 
I wanted to be healed, so I read. I hope to be fully restored, life in abundance, made totally new and totally whole, just as I had read about. My two favorite scriptures then was Psalms 103 and Psalm 107 that the Lord had asked me to read every day. I would like to read those to you now. They have such depth to them. Psalm 103, 2 through 6. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Do you hear that? He heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. Psalm 107, 1-21 Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands. And look, that's what I'm doing. From east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness, in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains, like me, because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled, and there was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he breaks down the gates of bronze and cuts through bars of iron. Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. As I was reading the word of God one afternoon, at my mother's house. I was walking and reading as I would, and I had reached her dining room. My mother was in her kitchen, and they joined rooms, and suddenly a big whoosh 
in my mind. In all the dark heaviness, all the fog, all the confusion, all the darkness was totally lifted. I had been set free. John 8, 36. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And I was free. At that very moment, I knew Jesus, my Lord, had healed my mind of all the illness and confusion. And I was totally healed and totally restored. I was made whole and I had complete clarity for the first time. I looked at my mom in an instant with my eyes full of tears and she looked back at me and I shouted, I am healed, mom. Jesus just healed me. He really healed me. She looked into my eyes deeply because she could always tell just how I was feeling by my eyes, if I was sick or well. And she shouted, praise the Lord God. He healed you, honey. He really healed you. The darkness is gone. We both immediately started calling our loved ones to spread the news, just like they did in the Bible when Jesus would perform a miracle on someone. We told everyone, but the first person I couldn't wait to call was the one who believed in me from the beginning and believed in him the entire time. Yep, I'm talking about Keith. I couldn't wait to tell him what Jesus had done for me and what he had told me had really come true. Luke 8:39. Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Believe in him, people. Believe in his word. Hold fast to his promises. Today, this is my testimony regarding my mind that I chose to share with you. And it is 100% true. I go before Christ with it. Jesus performs miracles every day. Jesus is the miracle. Let him show you his way. It is an amazing journey. He told me I wasn't mature enough to handle the truth regarding knowing that I had been persecuted by Satan before this day. And I know he is right. He knows just the right time to reveal the message to you. So if you are waiting for an important answer to a question that is so, so important to you in your heart, just wait. He's worth the time and he will answer. Psalm 37, 7 tells us to wait for the day the Lord reveals his plan to us. Even when you see evil and sin around you, do not let that shake your faith. 
I was once one way. I was very lost. Then I got healed. And in between was him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Forever I'm in your debt. I love you, your little one. Father, I pray I honored you and your son and your Holy Spirit on this day with all my heart. Thank you for taking the precious time to listen. Love to you all. You are my voice When I can't think of what to say You are my choice When the enemy gets in the way You are my heart When I think of you this day You are my song When there isn't a word left to say You are my ears When the whispering is all in vain You are my love When inside all I feel is your grace You are my joy When there is sadness upon my face You are my help When everyone else runs away You are my contentment When everything is in disarray Everything is true that I say You proved it all on this day Everything is true that I say It is lifted up today I said thank you Lord The righteous one this day I said thank you Lord Because you lifted me high I said thank you Lord There is no one else today I said thank you Lord Who could get me lifted high I said thank you Lord For being the apple of my eye I said thank you Lord Jesus I know That you got me through The hardest trial today Jesus, I thank you for loving me through this day. Jesus, I thank you for not turning away. 
Jesus, I thank you for delivering me today. Jesus, I love you for you are my faith. Jesus, I love you for we run this race. Thank you, Lord. I remember you today, always and forever. Amen. I said, thank you, Lord, for proving true on this day.